This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my God, Trump, and 2020 election podcast for July 31st, 2020. We're just 95 days away from the election. And my podcast is to focus on why Donald Trump must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses. You know, there's so much being said about COVID-19 that I actually wrote a sequel to God Trump 2020 election, which came out in January. The new book came out in early May and is called God Trump and COVID-19. And today I want to talk about how the pandemic is affecting Christians, the world, and the November 3rd election. And I'd like to know why liberals are wanting to block the potential treatments for COVID-19. In the last week, there's been all kinds of controversy. There were a number of frontline doctors who actually gave a news conference. It was reported on Breitbart, and the last statistic I heard was that it had over 70 million views. And then it was taken off Facebook and also some of the other platforms. However, it's still out there, and it's still going around. And these doctors who actually treat patients, including a doctor from Nigeria named Dr. Emmanuel uh, said that she treated 300 patients so far and none of them have died. And she's used this drug called hydroxychloroquine. And there's a lot been said about it. It's been around for a long time. It's said to be very, very safe. Uh, it treats malaria, but they have found uh, an off-label uh, use for it. I think that's what the doctors call it, where Sometimes a uh, drug is approved by the uh, Food and Drug Administration for one thing, and doctors find out later it will treat something else. In fact, I read that 20% of all prescriptions uh, kind of fall into this category. But somehow, when Donald Trump uh, started talking about it, it was like the left, which attacks everything he says, uh, began attacking it. In fact, I've said kind of facetiously that if he came up for a cure for cancer, uh, they would accuse Donald Trump of putting doctors out of work. But hydroxychloroquine, apparently, if you take it uh, ahead of time, the video goes more into depth than I can, of course, uh, that it actually prevents it. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm just trying to report what I have heard because I'm very concerned about what's happening and the fact that there seems to be uh, a political agenda to try to, uh, you know, somehow keep this uh, pandemic going. You know, most of us want to go back to work, go back to normal life. Of course, none of us want the pandemic to continue to spread. And actually, uh, you know, the effects of it are very, very small compared especially what they were telling us when it first came out, when nobody knew about it. I can remember back in January, we heard about a new SARS-type virus coming out of China. You know, that was bad, but it did not really affect our country. By January 31st, it was bad enough that Donald Trump put a travel ban on people coming into this country from China because that's how it spread, people getting it in China and taking it uh, to various parts of the world. It was right around the time of the uh, Chinese New Year, and of course, Many, many people, mostly Chinese expatriates, uh, uh, went to China to you know, celebrate as they do every year. 
and they took it to the United States, but they also took it to Europe, and then it started coming to us from Europe. So the West Coast was probably shut down first and then Europe later. And I think it would have been far, far worse. Uh, right now in the state of Florida where I live, things have pretty much gotten back to normal. They do say that there's a spike. I've talked about this before. But the statistics that I read just a few days ago was that it, the infection rate in Florida is about 1%. And, of course, the death rate is a uh, you know, very small percentage of that. I think it's uh, 1% or less uh, people have it be fatal. Now, I personally believe that a good immune system will help fight off any virus. And I said in a previous podcast that I actually uh, found out that I was exposed to someone who tested positive to COVID-19. It was a friend of mine who uh, often goes boating with me. And uh, the day before Father's Day, he and I drove over to the east coast of Florida. So we were in the car for about two hours, and then we were on the boat for several hours, and uh, six days later, he calls me to say that he had tested positive for the virus, and later I found out that he came down with symptoms the day after we were together, got tested, didn't get results until the following Friday. I immediately went and got tested myself, and four days later, I got the test results back that I was negative, of course, which I was happy about, but I quarantined myself for four days, even though I had no symptoms, but of course, I didn't want to infect anyone else. You know, I try to live by what the Bible says. It says to walk in faith, not in fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but many people are very, very fearful. Uh, in fact, a, a close friend of mine uh, can't, who lives in Kentucky can't even see his own grandchildren because his wife is so afraid that maybe he was around somebody who had COVID. Uh, he has not come down with COVID. He's had no symptoms. He has not knowingly been around anyone who had symptoms, yet she's afraid that he picks it up at church or something and won't even let him see his own grandchildren. And uh, I think as Christians that we need to not live in fear. You know, we we could live in fear of uh, lightning strikes here in Florida. Uh, about uh, Actually, I looked it up online, and, and it varies from year to year, but it's like 10 or 20 people a year are killed by lightning. And, of course, if there's a lightning storm, we try to stay inside. We try to stay away from something that might be struck by lightning. Of course we do, but we don't live in fear. We aren't quarantined uh, out of that fear. We're not quarantined. Uh, because uh, you might be killed in a car wreck. A lot of people die of car accidents, but uh, we know we don't quit driving. And I'm glad that some doctors are finally speaking up and uh, talking about this, but it's just amazing to me that there are people that want to uh, censor them. Now, this is something that I dealt with in my book, God, Trump, and COVID-19, you can get it at my website, stevestrangbooks.com. It's also, of course, available at Amazon.com and in many stores such as Walmart, uh, where it's selling briskly, I'm happy to say. But in my book, I uh, interviewed my friend, Dr. Don Colbert, who's a spirit-filled medical doctor and also one of our top-selling authors on issues of uh, health and medicine and so forth. And uh, he said, he said, 
what I just said, that we cannot live in fear. Uh, Christians must approach the pandemic with faith. We must pray Psalm 91 over ourselves and our families. For surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the hunter and from the deadly pestilence. Well, doesn't a pandemic sound like, like pestilence? Dr. Colbert told me to read the word out loud over yourself and your family every day and then receive that word by faith and don't live in fear. And I would add that uh, we should plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves, our loved ones each day, and put on the full armor of God. After all, in many ways, this is what we've been trained for. Of course, we've got to take practical advice. Uh, You know, in our company, we practice social distancing. I do that when we go to church. I wear a mask like uh, we're asked to in Florida. Uh, You know, first of all, you have to be around some with the virus to get it. And then the droplets and so forth have to pass from them to you. Apparently, if you're six feet away, this won't happen. The problem is, of course, that we don't know the small percentage of people who might be contagious. And so that's why we wear a mask. You know, we know that for several weeks, they actually shut down the country. This is the first pandemic in history where the healthy have been quarantined. But of course, we had to be very careful because we didn't know if this was like the Spanish flu, which was far, far worse a century ago, or if it was like the bubonic plague in the Middle Ages, which, if I remember correctly, wiped out about a third of Europe. Of course, those were in very primitive days. They didn't even really know how the bubonic plague passed from person to person. I think they finally figured out that it was from fleas from all the rats, and the fleas would bite people, would bite someone who's infected and then pass it along uh, to healthy people. And, um, you know, of course, we don't want that to happen. I mean, it would be just absolutely devastating. But I think that we've got to ask questions about why some of these left-leaning politicians, governors, mayors, people like that, are uh, taking such extreme major measures. And uh, one of the things that's very concerning to me as a Christian and should be concerning to all Christians is what's happened to religious freedom, where they have said that churches are not essential, but liquor stores and abortion clinics are. Just recently, there was a famous case that went all the way to the Supreme Court, that churches in Nevada could only have 50 people, but uh, the casinos could be like at 50% capacity, if I remember uh, the statistic right. And of course, they're huge casinos, which have large numbers of people. You know, frankly, I think if the people want to go in the casinos and they try to be safe, they should be able to. But the, the, the thing is that we do not have a constitutional right to gamble. We have a constitutional right to uh, freedom of religion and to practice our religion as we need to. I believe that people should be able to take a risk. People who are responsible adults sh- are, should be able to take a risk. Some people will get sick. But almost everyone recovers. And of course, uh, you know, there's plenty of ventilators. There's plenty of space in the emergency rooms. At one time, that was a huge concern. And now with this hydroxychloroquine, it seems to be something that will help, particularly if it's given to the person early. Uh, 
these frontline doctors in the, on this video that I watched and that you can find on YouTube, you could probably just, uh, well, I don't know. It may have been taken off of YouTube. Someone sent me a link, and I don't actually know where it went, but uh, one of the doctors was named Dr. Coach, who is in Tampa, not too far from me. I'm actually trying to get a podcast with her, and also Dr. Emmanuel, who uh, who seems to be a very outspoken Christian. She's from Houston. I'm also trying to get her on a podcast as well, because it's just my way of trying to get the word out on podcasts like this and, uh, and through articles on Charisma News and in other ways. You know, the good thing about digital is that even with the censorship and everything else, we can get around it and get the word out to people. It's too bad that the mainstream media won't report the truth and won't allow there to be people who uh, express an opinion that doesn't kind of go along with, uh, you know, their agenda. The agenda is that Donald Trump is awful, that he should be defeated, and frankly, if the pandemic will have help defeat him, I think they're using it for that. You know, I, we have uh, only 95 days until the election. A lot can happen between now and then. But, you know, there's calls for mail-in ballots, which can just be ripe for fraud, and I'll deal with that in another b podcast. My newsletter is actually going to include a lot more information uh, about uh, what's happening with the health issues. Uh, I quote, of course, Dr. Colbert, but I also talk to ministers such as Joan Hunter, uh, who comes at it more from a faith in God point of view. I tell about my friend Greg Mundus, who tested positive for COVID-19. He's uh, head of the Assemblies of God World Missions. He has recovered, thank God. He was very, very sick with it for a while. And in fact, I dedicated my book, God, Trump, and COVID-19, to him because he was the first person who I knew personally who came down with the virus. I interviewed his um, son, Dr. Greg Mundus, back when all this was happening. You can find that podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network on the Strang Report. And uh, his perspective as uh, a medical doctor, he's actually an orthopedic surgeon, you know, which doesn't really deal with viruses, but he's a doctor, so he's very knowledgeable. He just had a lot of very interesting things to say. So I hope that you will take a look at my book. Uh, you can actually go on stevestrangbooks.com and get a free download of two chapters, including the chapter on health concerns. So if you want to read it free, and of course you can buy a copy there, there are several uh, bundles at a special price, bundles with some of my other books. All the books on that side are autographed, and a lot of people like that. So, uh, But, of course, you can also buy it in the stores and on Amazon. We have to get out the word. We really have to get out the word. And part of it is we have to uh, educate ourselves to know what's going on and to realize that what we're being fed by the politicians and some of the people in the medical community who are just very, very conservative and, and think it, you know, they have the only answer. They don't have all the answers. We need to have everyone in the medical community working together, uh, and we're all trying to figure this out. This is a new virus that we've never had before, but I think that it's going to affect the election, and that's why I wrote God, Trump, and COVID-19. I hope that you will tune in again tomorrow we're going to have a podcast uh, every day, or at least every uh, workday, leading up to the election. We have to get Donald Trump elected. 
I really believe that. And it's more than just a Republican or Democrat thing. It's just it's more than just Donald Trump. It's just that he's the one who's here. He's given outstanding leadership as far as I'm concerned. And uh, and the other side, Joe Biden, uh, it's scary. It's absolutely scary what will happen if he gets in. I had someone in my office just earlier today who was just very concerned about the what's happening in our country and about the fact that pastors and Christians tend to be very quiet and silent while the left, the extreme left, this isn't even about being liberal. You know, I think you can live with liberals. You know, they want free speech and, and they want to debate the issues. We're talking about the far left who seem to have a socialist agenda. So with this, I'll wrap up this edition of God, Trump, and the 2020 election. It's the podcast about why Donald Trump must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses. And I invite you to share this with friends. My podcast this year have just taken off. I'm on pace to have over 6 million downloads this year if uh, the recent pace of uh, downloads continues as it has so far. And it's because people like you tune in every day and because you share it with friends. Thank you for listening to my podcast, God, Trump, and the 2020 election. God bless you.